you know when you're working a night shift and it's 3 a.m. and it's like, are we drunk or delirious? I'm Emily. And I'm Hannah. And you're listening to Drunk or Delirious, a night shift podcast. Why does every episode start like that? Hey. <laughs> it's so awkward. We don't know how to start it because we've just been talking and then we press yeah. record. <laughs> we have to pretend like we're just saying hi to each other and it's like, hi. <laughs> here we are again, oh. continuing with our conversation. <laughs> well, it's been a little while. I know. We haven't recorded together in a couple of weeks, so we took last Friday off. So, Yeah. Um, our last recorded episode was with Eric. Yeah, I know. And like, I don't think we had a lot of time to just talk around that because. No, it was very serious. My schedule. Oh, oh yeah. That's- crazy. <laughs> just like not <laughs> having time. But now I have more time. Oh at my least. gosh. Oh so my you're God. done. I'm done with my travel contract. It ended on the 14th. And oh it feels like wonderful yeah like i'm very happy um just like sleeping at night consistently Mm. um the little thing and not feeling like trash and um like i get really irritable when i'm on night shift so like i just i just feel like a much um happier person so and the mind fog oh sorry um, I'm sure the mind fog and everything. Um, yeah, I'm sure. So I actually got a couple messages from people, um, asking, I'm not sure why they were asking me, but a couple people were like, Hey, I saw your friend is doing like this and this. Is it worth it to take like a second contract or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh, I was like, I don't know if I personally could do it, but I don't know. You tell me, do you, would you think, would you say that? what you did was worth it. Are you glad that you did it? I am glad that I did it because I was able, I mean, even there are other days that I didn't sleep as much as I wanted to, but like I really was able to sleep sometimes during the day and like balance it. Um, but truthfully it was like worth it because of how much money I was making. Yeah. Um, they started to like, you know, decrease my pay and I was like, okay, it gets to a point where it's not worth it anymore. Um, right. I and and I had a goal, so maybe if you're doing it just to like, this is what you're going to be doing for a while. I think that sounds terrible. Like I had a end date in mind, and I like had a goal that this was going to help me pay for our wedding and for our honeymoon, and like that is pretty much why I did it. So I mean, it wasn't fun. I mean, I don't like recommend doing it. you're like just really strapped for cash or you have something that you're working towards sure yeah and if you can manage it um you know with if you're take, keeping another full-time job but yeah yeah um, and for those of you i don't know if we have any new listeners but maybe we do so for those of you who who don't know what we're talking about <laughs> right. emily decided to be a crazy woman 
and work full time, like five days a week with her case management position and work full time travel contract night shift on top of mm-hmm. that. Yes, I did. So she just finished. I did. Um, I know a lot of people thought that I was just doing it on the weekends. They were like, oh, you're working every weekend. And I was like, oh, no, I work like literally whenever. Like 24 hours a day. Like I work during the week. <laughs> and, and then just, I like, sleep whenever during I can. the day. <laughs> um, yeah. Little napsy here and there. Yeah. Um, but I would say, I mean, I feel like I didn't see my fiance mm. uh, or my friends for a while. So that was unfortunate, but it was like still winter. So it wasn't like as bad. Um, I would definitely not do it over summer because Mm -hmm. I like to do all the things. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And not be at work. It's really nice to have my weekends back. That's so nice. I'm not like, oh, I have to miss out on stuff because I'm working or like I have to sleep. Well, it's nice out because I'm working. Like I don't like that. So, um. That's funny. They can ask me if they want. <laughs> message her. <laughs> yeah, just send me a message. We'll chit chat. <laughs> I know. It's funny. Um, um, and then – is oh, sorry. Oh, no. You go. <laughs> I was going to say, are we? Are you going to officially like say about the new thing? Oh. I wasn't sure like how official yeah. it was. Yeah, it is um, pretty official. Um, so – I know I've talked about like loving my case manager, management job <laughs> on this podcast, which I do. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I thought initially when I was hired, I got way more PTO than I actually do. Um, so, and I was pretty over, um, I'm in my car like constantly, um, putting a ton of miles on my vehicle and like, they don't pay great mileage. Um, I think some companies and like some areas do, but with gas being so high right now, I was like, holy freaking hell and a half. I am like paying <laughs> so many miles and paying so much in gas. So anyways, I um got uh my um colonoscopy last month. <laughs> and while I was in the like pre-op PACU, it had me thinking like, wow, like I really have wanted to like look into doing this. Um it's always been something that's interested that has been, oh my God, that has interested me. Um, <laughs> so once I got done with that, I was like, I just started looking at random um, pre-op PACU jobs and one popped up um, that there are uh, like, I don't, I guess I can, I can say what it is. Um, it, River Point Surgery Center, which this is a shopping center that's literally like less than five minutes from my house. And I was like, what the hell? Like, what is that? Like, I've never, mm-hmm. there's a surgery center over there. I had no idea. It's literally like a Target and a Costco. Like, I was like, what the, where the hell is this? Right. Um, and it's a brand new surgery center. Like, they just built it. Um, they have no patients yet. They um, are hiring a team of nurses to, like, help open up the clinic, um, which so is pretty cool. cool. Like, we're, you know, able to have a ton of influence on the way things are done, the way things are set up, which is really neat. Um, but basically they offered me a lot more money than what I'm making now. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a Monday through Monday, excuse me, Monday through Thursday, no Fridays, no holidays, no weekends, no call shift, uh, or like any weekend call, which like I have to do call now. Okay. Um, and 
yeah, I just, it was a really tough decision because the flexibility of my case management job is like the thing that I love about it the most. Um, But then again, there are weeks where I'm literally constantly in my car and I can't like get anything done. And then I'm working until like trying to chart everything until like 10 PM and I don't want to do that. Yeah. So it'll be nice to leave it at home. leave it at home or leave it at work my god not take it home with me and i can ride my bike it's down the bike path i think you're really gonna like it it's literally like a 12 minute bike ride um and it's summer and i can just like get some exercise and before and after without like having to get up at the ass crack of dawn to like actually get a work like a full workout in i don't know i'm excited that's a great point yeah i loved riding my bike to when I worked in Santa Barbara, that was like the highlight of my day every day. Yeah. It's so nice. When and I, like you said, it's going to be summer. When I worked in Colorado Springs, I could walk. I was like eight blocks from the hospital. Oh, so awesome. I walked to and from, and I freaking loved that. And I miss yeah. that because it's like a very, um, like clears your mind. It like centers you, like helps yeah. you get rid of, rid of the day at work. Um, and so I'm really excited. Um, so I'm with my case management job for another another month, actually, to the day. And then that following week, I'll start there full time. But we're still not going to even have patients until like maybe late July. Oh, wow. So what, what are you going to be doing? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, figure it out. We've been like – I've been in a couple of times and we've just been like – ordering um shelving and like storage and like where do we want things to go and okay I have no idea what we're doing but it's gonna be so new and shiny I know it's beautiful it's really a pretty pretty unit uh or building um and then the all the other girls that work there are like around my age too like it's like yeah it's cool. New friends. Um, yeah, I think it'll be really fun, like a small, smaller group of girls. Um, but it sounds like, I mean, they're eventually. I think it's going to be like nine nurses total. Okay. Um, so, yeah, cool. It's cool. Yeah, I feel like you made the right choice. I, I mean, hopefully, yeah. Who hopefully. knows, like what it's going to be like once it actually opens up. But yeah, it sounds like. I mean, it's so convenient for you. The pay it's is better. And even though you won't you'll be missing the flexibility, I feel like having a set schedule like will be helpful, especially I really when you're feel in like school. I know it's school. I feel <laughs> like this structure one, yes, is gonna be helpful with school. Side note, I'll say that in a second. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> we have a lot two, of news. <laughs> two with like I feel like when I transitioned to um, case management and had so much flexibility. Like I got way more lax with like mm-hmm. my meal prepping and my mm-hmm. like nutrition. And I just, and, I mean, I would still work out, but I feel like I wasn't as like regimented with my nutrition. And I yeah. feel like I haven't regressed, but I like am really working on it now yeah. again. So um, I'm excited for that. I think it, yeah, like I meal prep the shit out of food for the week and like we'll have all yeah it'll just be better um and yeah I'm going to grad school so I also (laughs) needed to make more money to be able to pay for that (laughs) just a few updates and Emily where are you going oh my gosh I'm so excited um I got into 
well, I'm, I'm doing functional nutrition. So like no one knows what any of these schools are because they're like all little niche schools, mm-hmm. but it's, um, university of Western States, which is, um, in Portland, Oregon, but it's all an online program. Um, it's a really big, like chiropractic school, like specific, like very holistically, um, centered, uh, university, but it's for human nutrition and functional medicine. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Like it's, I'm scared for how much work it's going to be. Um, and I have to take a biochemistry class over the summer, which I just started like doing this week. It's like a Mm -hmm. self-paced. Okay. It's actually, I'm like, wow, like I do like this stuff. Like I like learning. I do love like I loved organic chemistry, so mm-hmm. this has some of that blended into it. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's it's cool. Super- yeah. I miss like the mm-hmm. science parts of mm-hmm. like of nursing school. Yeah. I always liked that. Like I loved microbio. Yeah. And like chem, things that make sense. Like 100%. I like that. Yeah. Things like that are that. like black and white. This is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I – well, I just – like the first little module I just did and it's all about like – cell biology like all the organelles and everything and I'm like oh wow it's been a while it's been a hot minute but I remember yeah. a lot of this that's so, so cool yeah well congrats I'm oh, super thanks. happy for you oh thanks I'm super stoked um all really good changes it's gonna be a fun couple of years yeah <laughs> it's gonna be tough, real busy but real yeah. busy but but like I will- what's new <laughs> Right. Like I have said that I keep saying this, but I feel like I I thrive when I'm busy and I have a lot going on. Like that's just like when I work best. Um, but also like the, the benefit to taking this job that is higher paying is that that gives me some wiggle room. Like if I need to cut back in hours, I can, and I'm not like mm-hmm. going to be taking a huge you know, a huge cut. I could still be making more than I was if I cut back a couple hours a week, if I need more time to study and stuff. So right, yeah. having Fridays off literally every week too, like that's going to be yeah huge for school and everything. So yeah. For school, little weekend trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. What is your, I mean, you've got You've got lots going on as well. Do you have any like <laughs> job updates? Um, I do actually. Um, okay. So not it's not a travel gig or anything. Um, but so um, this family that I used to babysit for, the mom reached out to me and was like, like screenshotted this thing. It didn't have a lot of information or anything. And it was like looking for a nurse um, from the state to the state. It's just a week. Um and I was like, yeah, it's in June. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't have a job. So <laughs> yeah, sure. Like I'll get more info on it, whatever. So I chatted with the lady today and it's for a camp. It's like a week-long summer camp for high school students. And it's kind of like the mix between like a camp and a conference. Like it's, it's um, purpose is like, uh, I'm trying to think of like the right word, like it's like, why do I want to say anti-drug? <laughs> it's like educational on like okay. how to prevent, like spread awareness about drugs. And like, um, I think most of it's high school students. So most of the kids 
that are attending have an interest in like making that like a career or something like that. That's like the gist of what I got. Okay. From okay, it. cool. Like like drug and alcohol counseling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like that. Um so they need a nurse on site just for like COVID testing and maybe to give a couple ibuprofens. Cool. Um, easy. Really easy. Yeah. It's not really a lot other than that and it's a week and it's decent pay it's not like travel nurse money but I was like honestly it's better than nothing nothing yeah um seems kind of easy and kind of fun um and it's it's in Georgia (laughs) oh cool (laughs) which is random but um yeah they pay for like what was what were you gonna say oh yeah do you have to get licensed I don't because it's like barely even like nursing so Got she it. was like, in the past, we've just had volunteers do this role, but it would really help if someone knew what they were talking about. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I feel I would feel safe. Like I wouldn't feel like I was putting my license or anything in danger sure. by giving kids Tylenol and yeah. doing some COVID tests or like telling someone how to do a COVID test. Yeah. Um. So yeah. And maybe like if someone scrapes their knee or something, like if they fall, I can do that. You know, <laughs> literally don't even know like first aid. I, I do, I, I do, know. but you know, um, like, yeah. I know it, it is weird, but I'm like, if I can change a G tube dressing and like, I know, you know, right? I'm I sure I can tell if they like actually need, um, oh my god, like stitches, like I don't know, yeah. How do you assess for that? Like, I think obviously like, there's know. some obvious ones, yeah. Well, yes, I feel like my cousin got cut her thumb pretty deep once, and it like wasn't stopping bleeding but I feel like don't feel like she needed stitches like oh. I don't know it was I don't know so yeah hopefully I'm, I don't even come across anything like that yeah think it's knocking, just nothing, uh, nothing on what. <laughs> so I'm doing that in like mid-June for a week okay. um but yeah that's about it around your birthday um, yeah I'll be there for my birthday <laughs> oh no okay. okay but I was like whatever 28 not even that big of a deal but um, okay, so, know. you know, you know this, but Eric's is June 22nd. So then we'll probably just celebrate that weekend. Like, in between, okay. You know, so we, we always do something together anyway. So yeah. That's so so I have a little job, which will help, um, with the money situation because unfortunately I had like, I actually tallied up more of the numbers and it was actually more of around $3,000, um, that was stolen from me. <laughs> so. Ugh, fucking <laughs> So Emily knows, but um, yeah, I was I was just in Phoenix, and <laughs> we were packing up the car at our VRBO, and the trunk where, was left where, open. Where was your VRBO? In Tempe, like, like it was in like a little suburban neighborhood. Okay, yeah, like just like painting the picture, like yeah. Where- We're not like, we're not downtown Phoenix. We're not in a sketchy place. Like it was like a regular, I mean, safe appearing, quiet um, neighborhood. Like all the houses have pools. Um, And it was just, yeah, it was like, it was really nice. And packing up the car, the van trunk is left open because we're we're packing it. And that's what anyone would have done. Correct. Like that's a very normal thing to do, especially if you're in like a residential, like casual neighborhood. Yeah. Like you have some faith in people that you can leave the car for a minute or two and not have your shit stolen. 
But unfortunately, me and Eric's bags were both taken. Um, Everyone else's were okay. We were with Eric's family and theirs all got taken on the first trip. So just mine and Eric's got taken, which like, you know, is a good thing. But also just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Wait, theirs got taken on the first trip? They got taken. uh, Oh, sorry. Um, uh, Eric's dad was loading the car and took um, like the other four suitcases to Eric's sister's house where we were spending a, a little bit of time. It was like two miles oh, down the road. Okay. And okay, then got it. came back, loaded ours, went back inside, came back out. And then he was like, he was like, I could have sworn I put um, a couple of suitcases back there. And we're all like, like what? You know, confused. Yeah. And then we're looking around. There's nothing in the car. There's nothing around the car. There's no one to be seen. Like, the only people that we saw were some workers working next door that have been there the whole week. And we asked them and they were like, you know, we don't speak English. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to like assume anything because yeah. I don't, I don't know, but they were the only people that were outside. But what are you going to do? Be like, you did this. Like we need right. to search your, like, if you say you didn't do oh it, like you didn't do it. Did you report it? Yes. So they – Eric's mom did like a police report and um, then they were going to send an officer, but we waited and waited and no one ever came. Because like on the list of priorities, I'm sure. Yeah. High on the priority list. But um, yeah, I mean I feel like I went through all the stages of grief. Like I first cried because (laughs) – Yeah, I would. I would like literally have a meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. Like you think about all the stuff that you had in there and you're just like s- sad and then you're yeah. just, you just feel violated. Like, oh my gosh, someone's like rifling mm-hmm. through my stuff. And then I was like pissed and then, and I was like in a bad mood. And then I kind of like decided, I was like, I don't want to like let this ruin our last day. And I also don't want to make Eric's parents feel bad. Like I th- they already, f- they feel horrible. They right. feel like, they feel responsible, but I don't feel that they're they're responsible. Like I said, oh, I think any of us would have left the car door. Hundred percent. I wouldn't have like closed it and locked it every single time. No. So I don't blame them at all. I blame the person who took it. But even then, like, what kind of person does that? Someone who's desperate. I mean, it's still a terrible thing to do. But like, I don't know. Like, all I can hope, honestly, is like that if it was like the guys next door or whatever, that they have like a daughter that can use some of the clothes or something. Yeah. Cause that's a lot of money. Like, so then I started tallying up everything that was in there and it's wild. Like you don't realize how much your stuff's worth, but like a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there and ta- totaled was about $3,000 for just my suitcase. And then oh Eric's my was a smaller one and his was about 1200 or something. Shit. Yeah. I have no swimsuits. <laughs> they were all taken. Well, I have oh. all the good ones, but all the cute ones. So Emily and I love the Toluca brand of swimsuits, and I had four, and they're a hundred bucks piece. Oh my fucking god! All so four. that's four hundred. I can't remember how many that you had. Yeah. Um. Oh. <laughs> mm, oh. Like. Those they were pretty so penny. Like. They, yeah, I know. Oh. My retainer that I've worn every day, like I wear it like every other night to keep my fucking teeth straight that's gone that was about 
I think at the time, $200. I mean, not like anyone can use that except for me. It's disgusting, but like I need that, you know? Yeah. Like it's your stuff. Like all, I mean, like you're saying, like your skincare stuff, like, oh all, like, all yeah, of that is I had prescription cheap. Axone cream for acne medication, all of my makeup, all of my brushes. Um, oh, fuck. Oh my God. Okay. My brush X, like for, I dry my hair with a brush X. That's gone. Um, I don't know what that is. It's one of the – it's like the – there's a bunch of different brands, but it's like – it's a dryer and a brush all in oh, one. Oh, yeah. I have that. You can like round brush it. Yeah, I have that. Yep. Love that's it. gone. Curler. Um, my like volumizing mousse. Um, oh, I just got like uh, the Vegamore stuff, but it was the dry shampoo, which oh, okay. I really liked, but that's about $40. Uh, two pairs of Levi shorts. Those are like 70 bucks a pop that I just bought. I just bought those. I had this such a cute dress. I just got it at Francesca's. Um, it was cute. It was kind of like mid calf length with a slit yeah. in it. Okay. And it was it was cute. It had like little roughly tank top sleeves. Gone. I never wore it. <laughs> oh no. But at least, at least if you like just got that in those shorts, like if you wanted to get them again, like they exist. Yeah. And I wouldn't even like, have to try them on. Like I know the size and stuff yeah. but just hurts it's like oh the money like i'm i'm grateful that i took the travel contract and i have a little bit of a cushion um, yeah i'm in a position where like that didn't destroy my life so but it I'm could have it right like could have yeah yeah i mean i'm grateful too that yeah we you have the extra money to be able to to replace most things or get yourself new stuff but still it's just really a huge fucking bummer yeah i, I was we were just like shocked and we then we started laughing like like you know when we're going to the airport we're like oh at least we don't have to check a bag <laughs> oh, <fuck>. oh at <laughs> least we don't have to wait for our bags to come home <laughs> just laughing oh my god and like did you take somehow. your like a car to the airport or anything or did you like take an uber like we when you're taking home. an Uber, like to and from the airport, like flying out. Cause I mean, like if you drove your car to the freaking airport and to fly out of Philly or um, Pittsburgh and left it there and had your keys in your, in Eric's suitcase or something. Oh my God. Imagine. At least you didn't have that. Okay. Yeah. Luckily. Yeah. I kept like all my jewelry in my carry on. Someone okay. at some point has taught me that to do that. So I always have it. Oh, with my I have not, didn't know that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Everything that would have been devastating. Yeah. I have like family jewelry, yeah. you know, that would have, then there's a whole nother level of like guilt. Even though I didn't do it, like I would have just feel mm-hmm. sick. Mm hmm. Ugh. So that was that. So you went on a shopping spree today. (laughs) And bought a lot of replacement stuff like bras, underwear, because all my underwear were still in. (laughs) I have no gym socks. And that was the joke too. Like Eric and I are at Marshall's and I'm like, oh, I found these gym socks because all my gym socks got stolen. (laughs) Oh, here's my, here's some sports bras because all my sports bras got stolen. (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, like all my workout clothes, like whatever. 
Oh, I w- oh my yeah. God. Did you find some good stuff? I did. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have a Sierra Trading Post near you. I don't know if we do. Um, Because I just went the other day and I got a pair of lucky jeans that look like my Levi's ones, essentially, that are a little stretchier um, for nice. $35. I love it. And then I got like Lucky Brand shorts for like 25 and then a couple cute, like a dress and like, yeah, random <gasps> stuff for super cute so and cheap. So that's awesome. If you have one or you can look online too, if they have these pants are really freaking cute. I'll see if they have them online. Um, yeah, that's honestly, that's the key. That's why we went to Marshall's first. Cause I was like, if we went to Target or anything else, it's like going to be so much more money. But yeah, like I found a Michael Kors dress like a super casual loose fitting just a casual dress yeah. for out and about it was originally a hundred dollars i got it for 25 love that. i'm like there we go i that love a good happy. deal i love a good deal <laughs> you too. oh my gosh but that was just <sighs> one part of our string of bad luck so then um just minor but you know just annoying because I applied for my, you know, New York state license back in February. Mm-hmm. Still haven't gotten it. And then I talked to the guy and he said it will be another three to four weeks. The guy, meaning the processing center, but. They can't sucks. give you like the emergency license or anything to work? I guess not. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of shit out of luck there. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, guess mm-hmm. I'm not going to work. And then we had housing settled like a month or two ago and which felt amazing. This is for New York city. And I was like, just relieved that we didn't have to worry about that part of it and that we had a great place for a good price. And then she decided to, the girl who lived there decided to text me and be like, Oh, actually just kidding. (laughs) And we were going to move in like, like today we would be moved in now. So, oh my fucking god! What the hell? I know. So oh. I'm like, there was a few moments this week where I was like, I'm gonna lose my fucking shit. I mean, uh, bad things come in threes, so hopefully that's it. I really like, hope so. Nothing else. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, there and there was. Sorry, there there was another thing. <laughs> we well, we did find housing, so that's resolved. Luckily. Okay, you did. Okay, good. Yeah. We found well, something. Um, okay. So, well, so the move in date for that is like June 27th. Okay. Um, so I'm going to chill like in New Jersey and also do the Georgia thing. Yeah. And, and stuff with my parents. And then um, Eric is going to go, he can move in there from like the first to the 11th. But then, the girl who owns this place is having a friend come and stay there. So then he has to leave. Okay. Kind of annoying. Yep. So then he's going to go do like an Airbnb or a hotel or something. So I'm like, I'm not going to be doing that with Moo, like moving the cat around everywhere. So I was like, I'll just come meet you at the end of the month. So, but that, but we found a really nice place. So. Okay. Where is it? It's in like the Upper West Side. Like actually it's like right by the um, campus for Columbia. Let me University. look on a map because I don't kind know. Kind of like Upper West Side Harlem area, but um, it's a little deep, but it's a cute spot. 
So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm glad you found something. Thank you. Um, I was thinking about that. Today I was going to text you all these questions and I was like, okay, I need to stop. And we're going to talk about it later. Um, Oh, oh, like close to, is it like close to the river? Yeah. Oh, fun. Oh my God. And you're, you're going to be there until when? Um, like, so end of June, probably till end of August. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God, fun. And it has a really cute rooftop with a great view of the skyline and everything. So oh my God. Cool. Okay, great. Yeah. It's all working out. It's So we have that. <sighs> and then this was about to be a crisis, but then crisis was averted. But I bought our sweet neighbor, Anne, a $50 gift card from the grocery store for like a thank you. And yeah. I like I'm unpacking all my groceries and I'm like, where the fuck? Where did I put the, the gift card? And I like lost it. And I was just like, okay, in the grand scheme of the things, like that's nothing compared to the three thousand dollars that I just lost. But it's like just because oh, yeah. of that just happened to me that it was just like <sighs> Oh, I would lose it. I also like misplace things like that, like the important stuff. Like I just get like so frazzled and then I yeah. Yeah. But they found it. I guess someone was actually nice and turned it in or something because I think I just left it at the self-checkout. Oh. But yeah. they found it and I picked it up so I have it. So Okay, good. This <sighs> is averted. Well, that's been but, me lately. Oh my god. You need a fucking break. <laughs> Anything else new on your end or did we cover everything? Um... I might have COVID. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, my neighbor, I, I'm feeling not stellar currently. Like it, it just kind of hit me um, before we started recording. Um, my neighbor, I was with her all day on Sunday, like went to brunch and then we like had dinner over at their house and like, it was a great day. It was super fun. Um, and then she uh, called me yesterday morning at like 7.30 a.m. and was like, um, I woke up this morning feeling like I had bronchitis. I tested positive for COVID. And I was like, okay. So, oh, my God. It's like, okay, so. So yesterday. Yeah. And then today like, she was positive. Like she was definitely positive yesterday. Like. On Sunday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. I, I tested yesterday, which I know isn't like, it's not going to show up, but I was like, just curious. I was negative yesterday. Um, mm. I just like feel like I, I don't know. And I, this could just be me being really tired because we dance parents were here. <sighs> Excuse me, everyone. Sorry for me <laughs> yawning. Um, dance parents were here like over the weekend and it was just, just like nonstop. Like, let's oh, take you everywhere. They haven't been here. I know, like almost two and a half years. So we were just like Aww. trying to show them everything and like lots of eating and drinking and all the things. So I was like, yeah, tired. Um, so I'm like, is it just like residual me being tired? But we went to bed at like, I don't know, like I literally was laying in bed at 8 p.m. last night. Mm. Um, but I, it, I can kind of feel it like in my face and like, I don't know. I don't know. I'll probably take a test after. Yeah. Like if we have like eight, so I'm like, you know, I'll just keep keep testing. testing. Might as no well. Point. 
no point for Dan to actually test. Like we both tested yesterday and we were negative, but I'll just test again and see. But I told my boss that I was like literally in very close contact with someone for a while. And um, as long as you're not having symptoms, you just have to wear a mask for like 10 days. Oh, well, so were you not normally wearing a mask? Um, just around anyone. Like I am normally wearing a mask with patients. Oh, so, oh. but like if I'm around coworkers or like anyone oh. at, com- at work, like I have to be wearing a mask, which okay is fine. Just seems a little sketch. Yeah, to go into. I mean, I still was. I'm obviously like wiping everything down, doing hand hygiene and stuff, so that should prevent it. But like, right. But if you're starting to have symptoms, I wonder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't Mine know. started like. I woke up and I was just off, like tiredish, like yeah, it just felt kind of weird. But I was also like, oh, is it because of night shift? Like, I'm not sure. Wasn't right. sure. And then went through my day, went to work, and then started having a runny nose and sneezing. And I could mm-hmm. tell it was like a, it felt like a, like a cold at that point. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I can tell this is a is this is viral, and then. And then I was, it was fatigue. Like I was like, holy crap. Like I just slept and yeah, I've never felt like a, a fatigue quite like that before. Could barely drive my car to get the test. I was like, this isn't safe. So Ooh, yikes. Okay. Yeah. Mm. But everybody's different too. So who knows? Yeah. And this is like a new strain. So. Oh, like, what's this one called? I have no idea. I don't pay <laughs> attention to them anymore. I just know that this is like a new variant. Nice. Um, so <laughs> I'll probably take the test uh, tonight oh, and then again. But I have so much to do this week. I am what training my like um who's someone the whoever's replacing me. Like I'm training them right now. Like I have to do all of this stuff. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully, I'm fine. I can oh just gosh. keep trucking along, but um. I was you really close to her. Yeah. And yeah. I waxed and boosted, but I don't think that that. At this point. Like, yeah. At people, everyone and their mother is getting it, I feel like. Right oh, now. Yeah. So. I know. Yeah. My um, sister I just think- had it. She was stuck in Portugal. Yeah. For a while. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I'm going to like. If I don't have it right now, I feel like I'm still going to wear masks like everywhere I go because we're going to go to San Diego in a couple weekends and I'm like, I don't want to not go like I'm going. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no COVID. No, so. that I can't. Yeah. I would be like, I would be devastated if I couldn't go to Jen's wedding because of it. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to happen to some people though, because mm-hmm. just with how many cases there are, it's like. Yeah. Or I'm going to get it there. <laughs> Again. Also that. Oh, God. I hope it's not happening still next year. Oh, it will be. I know. Hopefully it won't be like as crazy. And I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. But um, yeah, I'd say that that's my only update. <laughs> we'll keep this posted. I really hope somehow you don't get it. 
Yes, me Prayers. too. Fingers, all of my fingers and toes are being crossed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, someone suggested that we chat about the formula shortage that's going yeah. on right now. Um, it's pretty bad. Pretty freaking bad that no yeah, one, literally no one awful. can. There's no formula on shelves. And um, I, right before I stopped my travel contract, I was talking to a mom who was like, um, uh, like they don't have a lot of income. Her supply was like dwindling. And she was like, I'm really nervous. I found two cans of formula and like, that's it. And my supply is going way down. Like I'm really scared about how I'm going to be able to feed my child. I was like, yeah, okay. So we're going to try and give you as much as we can from the hospital oh and we're going to get that supply up. But like, it's a, it's horrendous. Um, it's so horrible. Yeah. Star- like these kids are starving and mm-hmm. I, I don't know because, well, neither of us are currently working in a hospital setting. So mm-hmm. I personally don't know, like I don't have firsthand experience, like, but I'm just taking a guess here. I'm sure there's been a lot of admissions into NICUs such as like Denver, like dirty NICUs like mm-hmm. that or PICUs and stuff like with kids coming in with like crazy electrolyte imbalances or like failure to thrive yeah. um, and seizures and whatever. Um, mm. I'm I'm sure. I mean, that has to be the outcome. It's Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. horrible. It's really scary. And then what are they going to get when they're in the hospital? I mean, they're going to get TPM, but there's no – there's no formula in the hospital either, like, or not enough. And guess again who this is affecting the most, like lower income people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, because even like most, um, I don't know the statistic. I should have looked this up because, but I didn't think of it at the time. But I know that like most of the people who breastfeed happen to be like wealthier because they have time to be able mm-hmm. to breastfeed and pump. But yeah, but like the lower income people, I mean, it's like if they're working. Yeah, they have it's to work. easier to give their baby formula. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just, it's affecting, like That's I feel awful. like they can't give, get a break and it's just um, messed up. Yeah, it's horrendous. Um, so like a little bit of background on it. Um is in October, um, the FDA received a report from a whistleblower who raised concerns about the conditions of um, Abbott, one of like, that's a big formula um, manufacturer, one of their laboratories. Um, And this was after the death of two infants. So they, and it took like them a really long time to actually shut down the plant after this. So it took them like two months to interview this person, another month to um, inspect the plant, and then two more weeks until they actually were able to like shut down the plant and issue a recall for all the formula. And you think like, okay, it's just one plant, but this plant literally uh, accounts for about 20% of the production of formula in the United (laughs) States. So that's awful. But you think about it. Okay. So the FDA had three and a half months of notice of this, that there was some problem with formula, but nothing was done to increase supply in the United States. So 
you know, they were trying to get like foreign supply of formula or getting foreign supply of formula is really difficult because of how high the taxes are on those mm. to bring, to import them into the com- country. Mm. Um, but we could have there. I, I should have written down the, the verbiage for this, but like um, the president can um, pardon those taxes for um, an amount of time to be able to receive those imports without the high, uh, the high tariffs on them. Um, it just sounds like poor planning. Like, yeah, it's poor. It's super poor planning. Like there should have, could have, and should have been, been something done like yeah. almost like immediately. Um, but now it, I think he had like, an emergency order. Um, he placed right. like an emergency order to get more formula. Um, I saw that I think today. Yeah. This morning there was a bunch flown in. Mm-hmm. Um, another problem as well as the taxes is the trade policies. So I guess it's even illegal to buy formula from places like Europe, which is wild, um, which makes no sense because Europe does it right because they actually ban nasty stuff. They banned like 30,000 different like terrible things. And yeah. the U.S. bans like maybe 3,000. FDA so approved. It's safer. <laughs> like it's safer probably to get their formula. Yeah. And because it sugars in it and stuff. It's better. Yeah. And only – so there's like no – um testing real testing on any of this formula before it's sent out so like what's happening why it was recalled is there is the this bacteria that can be present within powdered formulas that then causes like meningitis and like kids to go septic um and there's no testing of this like standardized testing of formula across the board um the manufacturers like abbott contested conducts the test themselves and they literally only test like a one less than one percent of the product that they're sending out so it's like a very small sample size which is not appropriate um and then only one state in the u.s which is minnesota love that state um it requires (laughs) doctors and labs to actually report these cases of like the formula um toxicity or I don't know what to call it like infections from formula yeah um, to the authorities so that there is a record of it um going on it's crazy isn't that crazy the stuff that comes out when something horrible like this goes wrong then you re- learn about like oh my this- gosh like it's shocking like there's not enough regulations here I mean we're giving no. this to infants I mean and a lot of the time we give it to preemies and the NICU and stuff like that yep. who are even more susceptible. I mean, no wonder these kids are getting neck. It's disgusting. It's awful too. Like, and it just like perpetuates the, I feel like, like the baby friendly hospitals, like breastfed mm. is best. And like, yeah. you need to be breastfeeding your child. And it's like. Again, maybe no, that's feasible for the wealthy. Yeah, it's not possible for everyone. Or if someone doesn't want to, like you should be able to just go get formula and not be yes. afraid of it killing your child. Right. Like that's appalling to me. Yes. I agree. Okay. Um, and also there are a lot of children that are breast milk fed, but also need fortification and like higher calories. So they need to use formula to make that. Right. It's absurd. Yeah. Like, 
yeah, it's like, it reminds me of the COVID outbreak and how that was initially handled as well. Like, mm-hmm. like I think the thing is bacteria is gonna appear in some of the formula, like, cause it's not going to be a hundred percent sterile. Like things go wrong. There's mm-hmm. going to be another um, pandemic in the future because we know this, like, yeah, things go wrong. So like, I don't, what I don't get, and I'm not a freaking politician. I don't work in government or like, I don't really know how this stuff works, but you, as a normal person, like you just think that there would be like, okay, if worst case scenario, Ebola outbreaks, these, this is exactly what we're going to follow. Okay. If there's an, a bacteria outbreak in our baby formula, this is what we're going to do to make sure that our kids aren't starving. But it's mm-hmm. like, instead of that, it's like, oh my gosh, this went wrong now. Oh, guess what? We have no formula as a backup plan. Yeah. Like, it's just it's, like, there should be safeguards in place and there are not. And yeah, hopefully this changes that for the future. Um, but it's pretty ridiculous in 2022 that this is something that we have to deal with. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I don't know that we have many moms listening to this, but if you are a mom and you're dealing with this, um, I feel like do's and don'ts. I mean, I think if you're running out of formula, I know, um, you know, unfortunately some people like have been giving like cow's milk or like almond mm. milk or coconut milk. Like obviously don't do that. Don't but it's do not, that. it's not always like obvious though. So yeah, some people don't know and they're like desperate and they're like, yeah, I need to like feed my baby not... something. Right. Um, what was that? Oh yeah, the chalk. Oh, the substitution list. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, it just talks about like how you can get off brands that are similar to whatever you've been feeding your kiddo um at different stores like Aldi, like the Aldi brand, and um I forget what else is on there. Rite Aid, like there's just tons of like cool. alternatives. I mean, I'm not sure, like I'm sure those are all like getting snatched up too, and it's that's not like an easy solution, but just some ideas of like okay, this is at least similar to what I've been feeding yeah. my kid. And um, that's good. Yeah. And it's the official children's hospital of Philadelphia. Um, West. So. Cool. We'll definitely yeah. um, share that link in the podcast notes. Um, so if you know anyone that's struggling to find formula, like please share that with yeah. them. Um, yeah. That's, it's not great. <laughs> Don't feed your child. <laughs> coconut milk um <laughs> and then i think also <laughs> like prepare the formula according to like package instructions for sure like use sterile water like boil the water that you're using don't yes. give your child boiling hot formula but you know like that sterilizes it right, right. um sterilizes the water you're using and, and don't water also- down yeah, formula. Mm-hmm. Don't water that people down. People do that to make it last longer. I've heard of that even before this whole yeah. shortage to make I it last. Too. And if you give them too much water, I mean, you're not supposed to give a baby water for that reason. But like, if you give them too much water, it completely messes up their electrolytes, which mm-hmm. can cause se- uh, seizures and permanent brain damage. Yeah. So don't do that. Yeah. It can also cause arrhythmias um, for their heart and everything as well. Um, 
And, oh, and storage. Like mm-hmm. if you're making up formula, like for the day for your kiddo, like make sure you are not using like it after it's after it's expired. Yeah. Um, I know in the hospital we make formula daily and we're only allowed to use it for 24 hours. So, right. um, yeah, just to for, for try a and avoid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly keep it in the fridge. Um, and I think if you're having like, you're, you're out of formula and you're at a loss, you don't know what to do. I think the best way to go about it is to contact your pediatrician and see like what, what you can say do. and, mm-hmm. or, or what maybe they have some that they can yeah. give to you. Or maybe they like, a I would resource. don't Google. I wouldn't Google. Um, Cause unless you know, like it's coming from the children's hospital of whatever website, but if you're looking at on just Google, I feel like you can get stuff that's not correct. So I would yeah, be really careful about information for sure. Getting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Dang. I mean, that's serious. Mm-hmm. It is pretty serious. I know we, I like got more, um, uh, passionate about it as we started talking about it. Yeah, I know. Um, We're like, somebody wanted us to talk about this. <laughs> just just kidding. kidding. Thank that you so like, much for no, suggesting really it. A really good suggestion. I mean, it's very relevant to us as NICU nurses. Yes, so. definitely. Um, Great suggestion. Like, helps me to keep up on current events because yeah. I can be lost in my own world sometimes. So, yeah. Appreciate that suggestion, yeah. definitely. Um. Okay, guys, we've been talking for almost an hour here. So. <laughs> not mostly not about formula, mostly about ourselves. But what else yeah. is new? <laughs> what else is new? Um, cool. But thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. And we're actually about to record another podcast right now with um, my friend Rachel, who was a nurse in Germany. So look out for that episode coming out next week. Yep, perfect. All right, thanks, guys, for listening. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. I feel like we got some good stuff in there. Maybe. This podcast is produced by Emily Richardson and Hannah Quirk. The intro music is by Dan Lemire. Please help us out and rate, review, and subscribe. You can find us on Instagram at drunkordelirious or send us an email at drunkordelirious at gmail.com. 